the track which brought tears to Schumacher's eyes in 2000 GP. The track which broke the friendship of Senna and Prost. The track that took away Senna from us. This is Imola. And Imola has never gone silent. This year too in the 2021, with new drivers combined with old veterans, combined with the rain, it was not lacking any drama. Mistakes were made, crashes happened, but thankfully everyone survived to see another day. Imola never is easy and never disappoints. This is rushing and welcome to the post race at Imola 2021 with your host Ali and Gokul. So what did you expect when you saw rain coming? I expected an, I expected a fun race, interesting race, and we we got one. Yeah, true, definitely. A lot of really, lot of really good drives. Hmm. And uh, some yeah. really good recoveries, like Sainz, Lewis Hamilton. Hmm. Those are some good. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the tires, yeah. Like we are discussing about the tires. Yeah, it didn't matter in the end. Didn't matter in the end. Yeah, it didn't really okay. matter. Just yeah. Matter. That's why that's why rain is always interesting. It just shuffles up the whole strategy. Whatever yeah. you have pre-planned, no, that's all out of the window. Mm, that's all. Like completely changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. Like, what's happened? Awesome start. But I don't know what I think uh, Perez made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, P- Perez was driving okay. Like after the red flag, he had a real chance of uh, coming at least second place. But then mm. uh, that spin was really unfortunate. Like, yeah, I, I was hoping to see a Perez versus Hamilton battle, but yeah, that spin mm. dropped us off it. It was still interesting. Yes. And um, Norris yeah. drove really amazing. Like the way he defended yeah, against uh, both Leclerc and Hamilton for so many mm. laps. Hamilton only overtook at some uh, 68th lap or something like that, 59th or 68th lap. He yeah. held them both behind for like 10 to 10 to 12 laps with so- mm, like soft tests. Yeah, yeah with soft tests that were deteriorating, and uh, he had a lot of mm. vibrations by the end. Yeah, so it was uh, like Hamilton had four tries. Yeah, take, uh, yeah, yeah. Even even when uh, Hamilton overtook Leclerc, he still had to mm. try like three or four times to overtake Norris. Yeah, yeah. four times he just got it. So yeah, and Leclerc also yeah. did pretty pretty well considering that uh, Ferrari space was really bad. Yes, he 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 did pretty well uh, keeping Hamilton behind. Yeah, I think that helped Norris a lot. 
ஒருத்தனுக்குனல்டி like he went out of track because uh, yeah. he, uh, he went on a wrong line or something he went out of track and he overtook uh, ricardo and uh, norris i think yeah he shouldn't overtake uh, in say under uh-huh. safety car it was just to put it i literally don't know why he did that like why did he overtake But yeah i am i am not sure i thought i was under the impression that even the people behind him actually overtook him no but that was not that's not like it's not an overtake yeah. if you are just uh, no, doing no, no, your no, normal no. pace and somebody makes a mistake right mm-hmm. he made perez made a mistake and he went off track and they were just doing the same speed they didn't uh, go faster to overtake mm-hmm. him or do anything like that so it was perez's fault and uh, i don't know the team should have at least told him that it was wrong yeah. to do that they didn't tell anything and it was a deserved mm-hmm. penalty in my my opinion like that i don't think a driver who has like 10 plus years of experience should do that mm like so the a, team should yeah at least the team should have told told him like that it was yeah, a wrong go take and uh, he would have given the position back maybe and it would have been the end like if he gave the position back it would have, i don't think he would have gotten a penalty the team didn't yeah. uh, i i don't know if they even saw the overtake or uh, they missed it Mm, I don't probably. think I don't think they missed it like yeah I have so many yeah. like angles and so many so much data I don't think there's any chance they missed it yeah and even Perez I think maybe him going off track he would have panicked for a second yo oh, shit I went off track and missed up and he didn't even realize what yeah, he was doing that was a clear to... like like that was a clear misinterpretation of the rules yeah he he just thought he was allowed to do that and he did yeah i mean it would have been also took someone out it would have been acceptable mm-hmm. if it was uh, someone like sunoda sumaker or someone like new new to the sport but this guy has been for 10 plus years he's been in the sport i don't know how he thought that it was okay to do it <laughs> yeah i think Both. It's actually mainly driver's fault. Even the team might not have got the information also. And like, I think it happened in a fraction of a second and he just overtook. He just floated and he overtook both of them. Mm. I don't think the team also was at fault because I don't think they would have been able to see. But them finding out oh, they, and not telling him was a problem. Yeah, they'll definitely know much because they have like, they'll have like a live tracking of the car, where the track, car is and where other cars are. and if you see like two dots going in front and then he this guy going back taking the positions back they definitely know that he ought to know like yeah that's also true maybe it was just a brain fade or something it happens yeah i guess yeah. Yeah, but the, the thing there was uh, 
really funny like the notice is in the first and signs mm. uh, went off track like five or six times and he went on the gravel like five or six times yeah. and but, but he was still faster than botas <laughs> he was still in eighth place and botas was stuck behind stroll in 10th mm. yeah, yeah i don't just, know it actually hamiltons yeah true and hamiltons uh, this thing just showed us that how how bad, how messed up botas's uh, performance was at imola yeah. like hamilton was at 9th he came up to second Botas yeah, could have at least come up like till fourth or something. There's literally no he excuse. Did he did he did bad in the yeah. dry in qualifying. He qualified eighth, and he did bad mm. in the wet also. Like there's no excuse yeah. anymore. Like what is happening? Like <laughs> I don't know. He's I don't feel like he's uh, doing justice he to the feat that he has. Yeah, it was a bad race. It's one of the best. Up. like the mercedes seat is one of the best seat that you can get even if you can't beat hamilton like hamilton is literally like one of the greatest of all time so people yeah. don't expect him to beat hamilton but at least he has to beat the other people on track right yeah at least get a podium yeah at least he has to beat uh, people like uh, sainz like like uh, norris and people like that who have a sl- who definitely have a slower car like much slower yeah. car you saw how slow like leclerc was on the straights yeah, yeah. very slow yeah like it was just it was just as the, if that, you know you know you know the yeah. scenes when in qualifying some people just slow down in a lap and others are going on uh-huh. a fast lap yeah, yeah. lewis was literally overtaking leclerc like that in the race yeah that overtake was literally like that gazi was like he's just going for a small spin around the track to recharge the batteries and like someone's coming and going in a fast lap also yeah ferrari fixed the car but the engine is still same like it's still it's still a bad engine they just uh, made the car more suitable for the engine that's what is getting them some good results this year last year yeah. it was just uh, bad like the engine was bad and the car was also bad uh, so everything was bad last year this year mm-hmm. it's much better and i in fact leclerc broke pretty well in the rain also Yeah, uh, when you overtook Perez, when Perez messed up and he overtook yeah. him for twenty laps, it was pretty good driving by him and keeping Perez and everyone in the back. Yeah, like it was pretty. And even this thing, what Bottas' crash, Mazepin yeah, took that out. Yeah, Bottas' crash, like mm-hmm. everyone is debating about that. Whose fault was it? Bottas or yeah. uh, Russell? first of all like who's like it it was deemed a racing incident which was probably true but yeah. the very like essence of it is like uh, it shouldn't happen right like why is a williams trying to overtake a mercedes like how slow are you that a williams is trying to overtake you on pace like yeah that, that's, the, that's the that's the worst like maybe mm. even if you tell the crash was russell's fault why is botas in such a position that he is almost overtaken by russell yeah and if if there was no crash i think russell would have taken yeah russell would have definitely overtaken if if botas mm-hmm. didn't uh, pressure him little bit russell would have definitely mm-hmm. overtaken him yeah 
Just because one, I think he he did the wet spot. Struggling against uh, Lance Stroll and the Aston Martin, which is qualifying like tenth and thirteenth. Like mm, exactly, and, and he Bottas has a Mercedes. Bottas was stuck a long time behind uh, Aston Martin. I think it was Vettel in the Aston Martin. He was stuck a long time behind Vettel. He just couldn't overtake Vettel. I, I feel like. Time. uh botas is all all talk no show like he keeps talking all the time like whenever he wins a race he gets all obnoxious about it and says this is for the uh, this is for all the critics to whomsoever it may concern fuck you that this and then uh, <laughs> like but he only wins like uh, three or four times that's it and mm-hmm. whenever he wins he, he makes it a, like he m- makes it such a huge deal like as if he's won the championship or some shit and when he's doing uh, trash performances like this like is he not like is are people not allowed to criticize him or what i don't get it like what is his mentality like he always keep talking about critics and uh, the ironic thing is that he keeps saying that he doesn't care about critics and he, he the like the critics always keep blabbering or whatever but like they are so in his head that after he wins a race his first go to celebration is to say fuck you to the critics <laughs> like uh, why are they that much in your head yeah like critics will be there in every sport every sport or every whatever game or whatever yeah. i think he's just working to show people that he deserves a mercedes seat that's all like uh, no every time every yeah. time he comes for the critics are not very un- like the critics are not unreasonable at all they don't want mm. him to beat uh, lewis hamilton or stuff like that they just want him to yeah. like come uh, second okay. uh, beat beat the others beat max beat uh, yeah. not, not this year maybe but last year beat max beat mm. uh, whoever like lurk or whatever yeah like you know yeah his performance is Bad. Like this Bad. is probably his uh, worst performance on pace. Has it been spun? <laughs> yeah, In finally. Like, I thought we'll see a whole race without him spinning, but on the 68th lap, he didn't uh, let us down. He did yeah. finally spin. <laughs> so uh, if anybody did bet on it. they'll probably yeah. get some good money there, there was i saw one post okay so some some guy had bet uh, $5 on um, azupin spinning hmm. there was some uh, bet and he won uh, around $250 oh nice wait $5 to $250 how is it possible $5. some some ratio i'm 25 no, i thought 25. the ratio like the, i thought the odds will be in favor of him spinning right because that's more likely to happen no hmm uh what is it just said i'm not sure i just still don't have the whole details like i saw one receipt on twitter it said uh mazapin spin he bet $5 he got $25 back so the odds were like 5 that mazapin will not spin uh ah, I, i expected it to be like uh, in favor of him spinning so he'll get less money like he'll he'll only get 1.2x if he bets mm. $5 he'll get like $7 or something mm. because that, know, still if you yeah, if you look at like if you look at the general consensus or like the public opinion 
the general mm-hmm. opinion is that more people will bet on him spinning right yeah than people who will bet on him not spinning not spinning yeah exactly. i don't know maybe maybe it was fake maybe i don't know maybe yeah he actually took out latifi do you know that yeah yeah but that was latifi's fault i, I think like he yeah, was. he was completely unaware he just rejoined and then he didn't check his mirrors yeah yeah it was his fault not it was for once it was not maspin's fault yeah true yeah the mm. so the, the russell versus botas thing was a uh, very like debatable on whose fault it is like uh, yeah. i feel like most of them were blaming russell including me i think maybe russell was a bit uh, maybe too aggressive but uh, yeah, i don't think botas in the water mm. but even when he knew there was a big chance of him just losing control of the car if he went in over the grass yeah but the thing is uh, russell was driving as if uh, he was driving on a dry track right mm. in a wet track you only yeah, have one yeah. one dry li- line one so yeah. if you if you want to overtake someone you don't overtake like a 330 kilometers an hour in uh, in the wet section yeah. right so what what happened was like uh, bota slightly pressured him to the right and he had like the right tires slightly touched the wet grass yeah at uh, 330 km kmph or whatever 290 to 330 whatever yeah, so at no that way. speed at that speed when the tire touches the grass you have a complete uh, imbalance of traction right like yes. one, your left tires are very well uh, placed and your right tires are have completely no traction so mm. it just uh, spun around i mean it just turned There's to no, the left no kind of differential is also going to work at this speed at this fast rate to you know balance the balance the this thing no differential rare differential is going to work also yeah so fast it was like a you could say it was like 50 50 equally each other's fault but uh, yeah. everyone will have their own opinion right about that's why it's a racing incident like you can say in your opinion that it's russell's fault but someone yeah. else will have the opinion that was botas fault botas fault yeah yeah i was reading uh, this uh, ross brown column on the mm-hmm. russell versus botas crash he Not seems to, like he seems to suggest it was botas's fault I, I don't know. Like uh, Wait, let, let, let me just read what he wrote exactly. Like, hmm. let me find it. See, he says, "I'm sure both drivers will analyze this incident and learn from it." But it did look like Valtteri drifted across, and George had nowhere to go. So he seems to say, Ross Brown seems to think it was more Bottas's fault than Russell's, Russell's hmm. fault. But if Bottas might try to defend or no, if someone, yeah, like the, the problem is both the drivers were driving as if the track is completely dry. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the main problem. That's the main problem. Like exactly. uh, Russell would have had probably two or three more opportunities in the same lap. Hmm. Yeah. He was very close okay. behind Bottas. Like, I think he should have been more patient at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. probably like ah 
that's true like going so far after see especially after just seeing hamilton lose control mm. and sliding in because he took a wet line and then yeah. this in next incident is this exactly yeah <laughs> no wet line crashing so and you do see mclaren the radio when uh, ricardo overtook norris yeah yeah if he they told ricardo you have to come back yeah i think it was yeah. fair enough that was a fair yeah. call because it was a good call because, yeah that helped norris get the podium right mm. and uh, as soon as he as soon as they gave the team orders he immediately was 2 seconds faster in two laps and then 4 seconds faster in the next lap yeah like yeah it yes. was it was a good call by mclaren and uh, ricardo did pretty well not uh, fighting it or anything he trusted mm-hmm. the team to do the right thing and they did yeah yeah and then just but that's just the way it is yeah. like uh, some drivers are good at some tracks other drivers are good at other tracks so yeah. i think it's still pretty I equal like, between norris and ricardo i feel like it it should be pretty yeah. equal between them yeah and after seeing how norris performed in the qualifying and everything i think it was a very good call mm. let the let yeah, it go i think he did the track properly yeah he's very confident with the track yeah that's right so and also, also hamilton one, making a rare mistake this time yeah but no, even then he, like look at that even even when he makes a mistake he sa- somehow saved by the red flag like yeah this guy's luck is luck. just insane man like <laughs> i i read a stat that uh, his his previous dnf was in 2018 yeah. so that's like 3 uh, years without any dnf much mm. imagine that like imagine any other driver in like Max has like four DNFs per per season, <laughs> and two of them will probably be because of the engine failure. Yeah, just just, like... th- just think about like other drivers, how many engine failures they had. Like it's really a testament to how how well Mercedes are building their cars. Also, yeah, just look at like Ferrari or Red Bull, how many engine failures they had every year. Like at least one or two. Italian Ferrari is famous for making bad cars. Italian cars are always famous for getting broken. Even in the road cars, comparing mm. to Mercedes road car and a Ferrari, even if even if you take the supercar, the Mercedes GTR, mm. and you see the quality of in the road cars itself, Ferrari is always breaking. Mm. Ferrari's Lamborghinis, Ducati bikes. There's Italians. There's a linger around in that. Uh, Italians always make bad electronics and the cars mm. keep failing. Unreliable. Always. Yeah, if it's if it's not the engine, it's uh, the brakes or something else. Like last year, mm. I think last year in uh, Imola, I don't know if it mm. was Imola or Monza. Sebastian's brakes failed, and he just went straight in. Even yeah, yesterday, even, his, year, even yeah. yesterday, his brake by wire failed. No. Yeah, Vettel's brake got overheated too much, and uh, yeah, they got a penalty because of that. Yeah, he got because a penalty because they had to uh, again. Yeah, they didn't fit the wheels uh, five minutes before. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, uh, Vettel is just unlucky. Like it seems like as if he used up all his luck to get the four back-to-back WDC. Now, <laughs> now he's on a streak of bad luck. Yes, yes. Maybe he just yes. swept the ball of Hamilton's bad luck. 
Hey, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he's like the uh, what balancing uh, element. Hamilton gets all the good luck, and he compensates with all the bad luck. But you, even if you see how calm Hamilton was when he crashed, when he just went and touched the barrier. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Like uh, he, he made sure he made sure that he didn't uh, over rev the engine. Yeah. He didn't spin mm-hmm. the wheels. and he, he f- finds the reverse gear then spin the wheels and uh, get stuck in the gravel and he reversed yeah. all the way into a track so yeah that was yeah. pretty yeah even when he makes that kind of calm when you crash and obviously he has so much calm to just overtake everyone and come back mm. like drive perfectly yeah. next time and so yeah i think i feel like uh, some drivers would have definitely spun the wheels so that in the gravel yeah, not- Max definitely. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Max would do that because Max seems like a lot more mature these days. Maybe like uh, three three years back, Max would have spun it over there. Hmm. I mean, last time I think uh, last year I don't remember the race, but Max went to the gravel. His car was on. He just got pissed uh, because he got uh, crashed, and he just floated and. the car was beached that's all gone sometimes it happens but uh, like mm. like so it happens when you're stuck in the middle of the gravel yeah now middle yeah definitely it was very tough but hamilton <laughs> had little bit of tarmac to come back to the gravel right so mm-hmm. once your wheel start rolling then you have a pretty good chance of coming back to a track but if you're stuck in the middle of the gravel you can't even get your wheels to roll because it'll only dig you yourself Uh, more into the gravel like yeah, yeah. he he still managed well, pretty well hamilton he managed to not just to calm that's all yeah um, and the red flag really helped him to uh, unlap yeah, himself he was one lap down yeah he was one lap down and he unlapped himself yeah it got unlapped and he just nailed it i think even perez messing up helped him a lot I yeah. think after Perez went up, uh, people got slow in front of him, and he gained a lot of. I place. think if Perez was, if Perez didn't mess up, he would have probably got the second place, and uh, Hamilton would have mm. probably been third. Third, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You wouldn't have let him go. So, and after seeing that crash, like comparing that high-speed crash, three hundred thirty was a pretty high speed. Comparing yeah. it. How, how actually the damage? I don't think the damage was so much because of the crash barriers, mm. and the wheels were just like perfectly stuck. If you if you if you've seen a, yeah. like a road accident, wheels just fly off a tire yeah, and yeah. the rim just get. The Formula One cars they have uh, like tethers, like uh, they have st- ropes uh, attached to the wheel so it doesn't mm. uh, fly off. Yeah, it's like made to like it's the tethers are made to withstand like. Extreme high speeds, like three thirty, mm. whatever three forty. Yeah. Very rarely the wheels just, come off. It just shows, like, when Senna crashed, mm. how yeah. horrible the crash was, and this was kind of had high speed, but it was not as horrible because of the safety. Yeah, the safety has gone so much better. Yeah, so better. Like even the halo, they told no, like the halo protected. Uh, Uh, Bottas's head, like yeah, one tire, all protected by the halo. 
that's one thing like uh, they keep doing like whenever they see some uh, very dangerous crash the safety team immediately like uh do an analysis and try to think of what what could make it better like uh, what could make it better for the driver the halo was brought because of uh, massa's uh, accident no uh, mm. back in uh, 2009 i think so somebody's uh, like a spring uh, came off from the car and hit his helmet and he was yeah. in a, he was in a coma for like 3 days because of that so he in, immediately they started working on the they started doing yeah. different things they start they tried uh, the uh, what aero shield they tried uh, huh. yeah halo and then they decided that halo was the best option mm, yeah it's like so much difference in here yeah, and so many people were uh, against it also all because it looks bad like yeah like who cares at the end of the day it's not supposed to look good for like it's supposed to be safe and it's supposed to be uh, fast that's mm-hmm. all yeah. uh, car, the cars are not supposed to look good exactly like it doesn't look that bad also yeah, now good. now you feel like you yeah. got used to it right so yeah, you, yeah, now you feel when we look at the old cars without the halo it feels weird like how unsafe yeah it feels a little bit weird like yeah, yeah. it feels so unsafe but with the halo i think it's so safe again a michael schumacher and msc on the track yeah msc on the track did you know uh, michael was actually behind senna when he crashed yeah I, yeah, I think it was his uh, debut. Michael was second. Schumacher was second, oh. and Senna was first. Both of them, he was like not even one second behind Senna mm. in the race when Senna yes. crashed. Sad. Yeah, and that's when, like in two thousand, he cried. No, so Schumacher when he reached uh, mm. Senna's record of forty-one wins. like uh, it's not just senna i think uh, even uh, ratzenberger uh, died that weekend right D- during yeah. practice yeah in practice in i think uh, these days like if anyone dies in practice instantly the race would get cancelled right mm, it should yeah like imagine yeah, if, much, like... yeah i feel like it instantly get cancelled especially if it's uh, like an f1 driver Mm, definitely. Yeah. They didn't, can, they didn't cancel the spa when Hubert died, but uh, he was an F2 driver, not like it, it. And it happened during the race. So, like instantly after the race, they had to go qualifying. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I think mm-hmm. if some F1 driver dies during practice, I feel like they'll definitely cancel the race. Mm, they should yeah it just makes sense doesn't matter how much it costs them or whatever like what the yeah. logistics are just out yeah. of like uh, learning from history like you don't want the to you you wanted to fix it immediately like nobody should die on track right mm. you want to fix whatever the problem is immediately and then then try to race 
ஒன்னா <laughs> much bigger impact i feel yeah definitely it, it, it was like a wake up call for the fia that they have they definitely have to do something different yeah but even last year's fire it was a big wake up call like oh shit still fires can happen if hmm. they go fast enough and crash in the wrong way yeah but the like positive even- thing is that whatever the safety things that they kept in place no that all all of those worked like the nomex yeah. suit the uh, helmet everything like the, it everything protected him from the fire except for the gloves everything else was uh, pretty good yes i even like changed the gloves immediately as for a new glove regulation oh really did, did they change the regulations yeah. on the gloves oh nice yeah yeah they changed they they told it it should uh, be more fire proof Hmm. and then like it just have still maintain the thinness so that the drivers can operate the control but it should uh, be able to withstand more amount of higher heat hmm. so they still working on it or the, has it already been implemented they bought they immediately had bought the regulation i'm not sure if it's already implemented and they're using it hmm. this year or or yeah that's not i'm sure because yeah i don't think it will take a lot of time to make them uh improve the fireproofing on the gloves yeah it shouldn't even they already have so much data uh, who do you think like is the driver of the day i think it was norris norris deserved it like hmm. he drove honestly yeah and he was like hamilton hamilton no but the, the, yeah. the thing is hamilton made mistakes right yeah even though he did a good recovery the mistakes he made was uh, his own mistakes it was not like a forced error like uh, it was not like somebody else crashed into him or something it was his own yeah. mistake and then he the recovery was obviously pretty good but the whole if you consider the whole race lando lando and max drove perfectly yeah the norris never made mistakes yeah that was really good but i don't know i i just feel for me it is like hamilton capaz he just showed like he's a seven time world champion in that yeah. race that yeah. that's what it was about him like, did, like calm like, calm down guys i'm still the box here i'll still come second even though i missed the yeah i was like pretty off So next race is next race is uh, Portugal I think yeah. two weeks from now two weeks so that's it man for this race yeah but we have like off track have you did you hear mm-hmm. about uh, Miami 2022 yeah Miami 2022 is coming did you see a track, track. yeah I mean, did you see a layout? no the layout mm-hmm. I, i have no idea like i saw the layout like uh, they should like a plan kind of thing that they showed 
and it was mm-hmm. not even on the road i do i like i didn't even understand what it was like there there was a building there are some roads and it feels like as if the the track is just cutting all the roads and going through i don't know i i maybe i'm just bad at reading plans or whatever it just feels weird apparently it's going to be yeah, yeah. It, just, it just shows that it's cutting like a big road like there's one uh there's like a highway and it oh. shows that it's going above the highway and above a building yeah but there's no road over there they just made it up maybe uh, they're laying on yeah apparently it's going to be uh, through parking lots and some shit yeah i remember like uh, i mean i i, I heard about uh, f1 racing in parking lots uh, back in back in the day like in las vegas las vegas yeah. or somewhere let me yeah. google which year it was i think it's going to be similar similar to a, one of the highways is the yeah, caesar's uh, caesar's palace grand prix just look at the layout of that no oh, it's literally like a go kart track did you see what year caesar's palace grand prix just type las vegas gp ah uh, caesar's palace gp no yeah, it's literally in the parking lot yeah this this is also going to like cut some parking lots and stuff but i feel like th- those cars back in the day like they were very small and thin so it it, de- it didn't really affect the racing that much they could still race pretty freely but these days i don't know like i don't know if the racing will be as good because even in monaco people are struggling to overtake yeah so so small I don't know why is the United States doing this it's sorry it was in 1981 but I don't know why United States is doing this they have so much of land I don't think building a park is going to be probably Caesar's Palace paid for it they wanted an event like they'll get a prop- lot of revenue from that maybe who knows even this even this one even Miami is like uh, they partnered up with uh, hard rock stadium or something no for providing the uh, pit lane uh, uh, all the building you, know. you see the building in the middle of the thing no yeah, yeah. that will be some nfl ground there. yeah it's it's a, i think it's a football ground like american football ground ah uh, so hard rock no ha miami has yeah. the owner hard rock see see the building in, in the middle that's the stadium yeah it's no, like I, a stadium all the pit the pit uh, like lane and all is going to be over there the yeah NFL team who's the owner Miami Dolphins yeah Miami Dolphins yeah their stadium it's their stadium Stephen M Ross is the owner he is 80 years old bob yeah see the pit lane is uh, like Uh, close to the building yeah so all close. the paddock and all the cars will be over there in that uh, strip stadium yeah it's a pretty good like, <laughs> idea but i, I still don't I, i'm not able to visualize the track in some parts i can see that the straight is on the highway 
but other than that yeah. i can't i can't understand any any other shit from it but from the looks of it it looks like it has two very fast roads and then very yeah. very tight tight yeah i don't know if the racing is going to be good maybe it'll be good to look at cars going through or everything and all maybe it's just going to yeah, be like a, a monaco part 2 Hmm. The race set to be first since 1959 in the United States. Ah, uh, NFL's famous Miami Dolphin franchise. Hmm. Uh, it says right here, F1 president said he expects the race in a 10-year deal to take place in the second quarter of 2022. Hmm. What? You do. You see the. Uh, you go to the F1 website and see that image. Yeah. They're like. Ten swimming pools surrounding the stadium. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm seeing. No, 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 tennis courts. Uh, oh, the oh, this one, ah, uh, the actual picture. Yeah, yeah, tennis courts. Yeah, yeah they're like twelve tennis courts. They have to build so yeah, many is, things. Yeah, this is. This is like a multi-purpose stadium, much. Apparently, yeah. it's huge. It's very huge, and the all this, you see all the parking, right? All those cars. Yeah. To clear all those, I think the track will be over there. Maybe they'll just clear yeah. the whole thing and they'll build a a track around it. Okay, wait. In the image also, you can see it. Okay, the it the track surrounds the tennis courts. Mm. It's just like behind the tennis court. Yeah. Then behind the tennis court, you see one road, no? Yeah. And like there's a road, and then on the other side of the road, there are some more few tennis courts. That's mm. the track. Yeah. and then those turnings so But behind this is, the this is what i don't understand like you see the tennis court right you go to the left of the tennis court and what is the turn like it's just cutting some uh, grass or something like there's a u turn right ha huh. when you go to left of the tennis courts yeah and then there's a u turn like in the middle of the grass or something yeah i think they that's they'll what i don't that, understand yeah. Maybe they'll make that. I think it's already it looks like grass, but I don't know. And I it's cutting, it's cutting some public road also. You see, there's yeah. a public road over there. Yes, in the side of the stadium. Yeah. Then that they'll close it off, no problem. But I feel the most of the track should be on the you know top right hand corner. If you see, there's a big parking lot. Hmm. I think most yeah. of the track would have been there. Yeah. There only not- nothing. It's very little mostly it's in the parking lot yeah okay okay no 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 it's there it's there a lot of words okay so the u turn comes and then the pit lane is into that part okay yeah. okay okay the pit lane is in the back of the stadium from this corner okay it's i think it's already a road that's there It doesn't look too narrow, also from the top. Like it looks wide enough. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a stunt. They have too much money. Let's see. Like, if they have a ten-year contract signed, obviously they'll probably have a pretty good plan for it. Yeah. So let's see. Ten years. At least, at least, uh, Miami Grand Prix is uh, better than uh, Saudi Arabia Grand Prix and shit like that. Racing in uh, countries where there are no rights. Yeah. So, can't nothing much to complain over there. Should be good. Should be fun. Hmm. Watch. Do you know in uh, 
சவுதி அரேபியா லைக் ரேசிங் இன் ஃபார்ம்ல இ அப்பர்ட்லி மிசைல் அப்பர்ட்லி and they took it out and this happened during the race i think so it's pretty dangerous saudi arabia has some enemies this uh, i think in the general formula is continuous wait let, let me search for it i'll, I'll send it to you probably the king would have been there so see, <laughs> if, if i search saudi arabia formula e Uh, Google suge- suggested a missile to me. When did this happen? This year or last year? This year, this year, March, in March 3rd. March 3rd, there was mm-hmm. the news article. I don't know when it is. In March, March or uh, February, probably. Let me send it oh, to you. I got it. Yeah, so, it's for... Riyadh, Yeah, Riyadh. apparently yemen was the country like possible missiles intercepted intercepted over riyadh during formula e days what and yeah was... yemen yemen i don't know it's yemen houthi or iraq it's just, i don't know yemen would have because saudi is done pretty much things to yemen mm and they just swept all this under the rug obviously smoking control like everything it's, it's literally like a danger to the drivers uh, i don't know it's they're like, the just running after money right now they have made money i don't think they don't even need that much that's it for some Yeah. Anyway, let's wait for the next race. It's going yeah. to be good. Portugal was good last year, so probably it'll be good this year also. Yeah. Let's see now what happens. Both of them are just one point difference. Mm. Somehow, oh, even after the, uh, like, uh, going off the track and everything, Hamilton's yeah. still uh, ahead in the championship. <laughs> Like this was his luck. Yeah. So, thank you for listening to this podcast. We would love your feedback on how we could even improve it and even give you better content. Thank you.